All right, welcome back to another episode of Event Hub's Talking Block. I am John Catalyst Gray, and with me, as always, is John Velociraptor Guerrero. And with me for the uh, for the first time on this show is uh, King Jay. Jay, how's it going? It's going good, man. It's going good. How you doing, man? Not too bad. Uh, we have, uh, man, we've been talking a little bit from behind the scenes. We found out that, hey, they have Street Fighter and fighting games across the pond over in the uh, UK, and that you guys have some interesting takes on them and some... Uh, so I wanted to, to do a little discussion here, talk about, uh, well, we'll see what we end up talking about. Um, but I wanted to say thank you very much, Jay, for coming on and chatting with us. Hope everything is well with you. Thank you very much for having me. I also want to say thank you a lot for pushing out my content when sometimes it happens randomly and I'm like, Ross, like, I'll have people message me like, oh, your videos on event hubs. And I'm like, great, because usually when I do content, I feel like I don't really have that much like support like pushing it out there i'm just throwing content out left right and center and it's like all right well if it gets out there it gets out there if it doesn't on to the next on to the next so yeah i've always seen that you lot have been supporting me so i really do appreciate you lot man thank you lot very much Absolutely. Yeah, just like you were surprised when our videos show up on event hubs too so we just <laughs> never know if they're going to go up there or not but yeah <laughs> actually uh, one thing we can start with is uh, um what's your background in the fgc for people who aren't familiar with you can you talk a little bit about like uh, what you play uh what people can look forward to on your channel Ah, great. Uh, so I would say I'm, I'm kind of like I've been around for a very long time. I was around like the grassroots of esports when we was playing for like, I don't know, lunch money. You know, there wasn't mm -hmm. no a thousand dollars or anything like that. I was playing in a, in a bar. Was we never had no like special arcade sticks. We just had that one arcade stick that everyone used to use, like the Street Fighter One, Street Fighter Four One, or stuff like that. And we just have the regular pads. I was just playing. It was, it was just doing gaming. There was no esports teams or anything like that. Um, moving on, I, I would say I started in Tekken Five DR competitively. That was my first offline tournament, and then you know I started going and starting to do like little things like handing out black and white flyers for when we had offline sessions in oh, London. Yeah. Like that, you know, I didn't know anything about it. And I'm just, I was just excited to be a part of something and there weren't that many players. But then I was like, oh, there must be new players around. So I'm just like, yeah, when there's sessions, I'm like, yeah, here's a tournament. I'm giving out these flyers. And then I feel like I played quite a strong part in growing the UK scene or the London scene, should I say. Um, I'll say UK scene as well, because I feel like we done London versus Birmingham at some point. And then, you know, there was other teams out there like Manchester, Battle Arena and stuff like that as well. And then, um, yeah, Tekken 7 was about to come out i made i made guides for that and then i made some guides when the game did come out with the pro players like austin ash cuddlecore um pork chop uh loads of different people. Of them yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so loads of different players i done guides with and then um yeah i here i am and one more thing as well street fighter 5 i feel like when i played against um Arturo sanchez online and I, I beat him that's when my name was starting to get out there for street fighter as well and then um, we, we had the run back and then he beat me, but it was like kind of like a crossover at that time because it was a very early stage for Street Fighter and I don't feel like they knew too much about the UK scene other than Reinhardt and maybe Problem mm. X. But it started, it was kind of like that crossover at that time and it was kind of posted on like Yoga Flame 24 and a couple other channels as well when I did win. You know, I... I, I didn't realize it because you always feel like just everything's always been like it is right now. But maybe you're right. The 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 European scene, especially during Street Fighter Five, blew up in the in the the world's eye. 
You know, like you guys have so much more of a presence now with a, a, a ton of players, not only players, but, you know, commentators and, and everything. It's like the, the UK and not just the UK, uh, all of Europe, I would say, is, is a much bigger presence now than it did before. But like I just now assume that that's always been the case, you know, and every, you know, Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 3, all of it, but, but maybe not as much as it is now. Yeah, it's um, we actually we ran a poll on event hubs uh, asking who would win uh, Evo that the year that Luffy won it. And uh, I, I believe there was like no things for like European players in there at all. And Luffy took it and people like, oh, event hubs hate Europe. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know about our uh, event hubs proper because like we, we do a bunch of interviews like with the European players all the time. Like uh, we we interviewed Luffy in particular before he won more than anyone else and all that kind of stuff. Like uh, Nick, Majin Tenshinan and I follow all the scenes really closely. So like, uh, you know, we, we know a lot of the players and stuff like that's really fun to watch um uh but like getting there like on the mainstream like mr crimson and a few other people like street fighter 5 has kind of been that game that that's put the uk uh on the collective radar and uh there's there's some people feel that the uk is the overall strongest scene in street fighter 5 uh definitely a good case for it so definitely i would say i would definitely say that there's a lot of talent and the thing is with like fighting games as well is that there's a lot of talent that don't travel so there's a lot of like hidden gems and i feel like in europe especially like the uk scene people don't really travel that much and you don't get to see the full potential they have these like capcom pro tours tekken world tours and all of these other stuff that does this whole tour stuff but then there's always these hidden gems that just can't travel or Mm -hmm. or they're just not as fortunate enough to be able to travel so we have to also look out for them as well yeah, it's the FGC is such a hard community to to do anything in because you're you're traveling to these events, you're paying you know hundreds or thousands of dollars to travel, and then you're winning fifty bucks, you know, <laughs> and that's kind of the uh, the the worst or a, kind of a, a bit of a secret in the FGC that like you know most players are playing for pennies, you know, if if not like losing money in this whole prospect, and and so we're basically doing it for pride, you know. So um, uh, unless you're winning Capcom Cup or something like that, then you get that the quarter of a million dollars, then you're good to go. So, but uh, besides that. Um, how actually how how are things on the Tekken side of stuff like is it is it much better or is it about the same there um, as far as you know uh, so the Tekken side of things it's, it's, it's improved from how it was before because I think like the winner had like 7,000 or something like that from Evo or something like that and obviously like when you look at that type of money it's like uh, you've just gone through all of these opponents and that's all you get so it's like <sighs> Do you really want to go and like, I I used to go for the experience, but then when I look at like other things that I've done, like in terms of like me as a brand, and you know if I was to do like I don't know a review or something like that for a product and look at how much I get for that, then look at how much you win for Evo. It's like ooh, not efficient. It doesn't yeah. really make sense. So that's why content creators now, like most of them, like they won't tell you. I'll tell you that they ain't gonna really focus on competing because the money side of it. And what you have to do, the training, compared to like what you get out of it, doesn't make sense. And why you're seeing when the pandemic hit, you're seeing all these people like Kizzy K, Punk, and all these lot, they're all content creators now. And yep. you can see that they're, they're really doing well at it. Shout outs to them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to jump into some of the more recent Street Fighter Six news that we've got because that's you know that's the hot ticket item of the day. Um, there's also a little bit in Tekken Eight. Maybe we can get into that too. Um, but Jay, you've been covering some of the single player content. We've seen a lot of that in recent times. Um, Street Fighter, yes, it's had single player content that you've been able to break a car 
and um, there was one where you could parry basketballs. So yeah, there's single player content, uh, but it's never had stuff like what we're seeing in Street Fighter Six with this entire like open world exploration of World Tour, the Battle Hub, and uh, Extreme Battle. Do you feel like with what we've seen so far with all this that if Capcom does this right? All of a sudden, are we uh, is, is Street Fighter competing with the likes of you know Mortal Kombat and and Tekken for single player content that people will actually buy the game for? So I've always been an advocate for single player modes because I feel like fighting games are hard to get into. Uh, obviously, for me, like if you give throw a fighting game at me, I know that I'm gonna be good at it because I've been playing it for years. But someone that really wants to come fresh into the game, they're gonna be like, oh how do I do this? What's the mechanics? How do the mechanics work? The only reason how people know that are actually in fighting games, they know how mechanics work is because they've dabbled around different games. We're talking about like maybe Street Fighter EX plus Alpha, Rival Schools, this game, that game. And then you see these type of mechanics and they're kind of similar. But when you've got like Street Fighter 6 now bringing in like an open world, it's like you don't really have to do much. It's probably going to have a jump button, an attack button. You're running around. You're just doing whatever you're doing. It's going to be quite simple. Right. You don't have to think about, oh, having to, you know, do a reversal when you wake up or this is, I don't know, 10 frames. This is 15 frames. This is recover This has got recovery frames of that. That's too much for someone that just wants to play and have fun. Right. So I do feel like they they're going all out and I am interested to see what they do with the, you know, the open world, even the extreme match. Like you can have fun with that, too. You don't have to be like knowing how to do certain things. You just have to kind of follow the rules of what the modes are and just have fun and i'm looking forward to it i think it's going to be amazing for content you don't have to just look at high level players where maybe you cannot get to that high level because they're just so amazing you can literally just go and have fun and just hang out with your friends you know that's an interesting point of view especially for we content creators here right um i i was looking around recently and i noticed in the uh the old Fortnite corner of youtube that there were people that were creating videos that were just based on i imitated the the npc darth vader that's on the map and like 16 i see see how many people could i could get to run by me without realizing that i was an actual player just goofy stuff like that that explodes that people are really interested in those kinds of things and i think Fortnite's a pretty good example because you know it's it's one of the most accessible if not the most accessible games of all time um does it feel like with what we've seen the particular content in street fighter 6 does it feel accessible or or i guess the other side of that would be does it feel like something where it was sort of forced in there and it's like yeah we'll make a single player mode because people have been complaining about it but it won't be that good like from what you've seen so far how do you feel about it i feel like when we look at street fighter i don't think people realize how much of a hard game in that it is like I feel like people think, yeah, Street Fighter, like there's always this debate about is Tekken more harder than Street Fighter or Street Fighter more harder than Tekken. But for mm -hmm. me, playing fighting games growing up for like, like I've been playing fighting games for at least over a decade or I'm coming up to two decades of playing fighting games. Like, And it's like, I find it hard to learn multiples of characters in Street Fighter than learning multiples of characters in Tekken. No way. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I can play yeah. like the thing is I can play like when when people watch me when I stream I play I, I play most of the characters and I've got them at like high ranks and stuff. I can barely I can play Birdie, but then like characters like Balrog and G are my sub characters and even they are not even up to scratch and it's like it's it's so hard and competitive. Like you have to be on Street Fighter Five like consistently to 
even just be at the top with those guys. Otherwise, yeah, you're falling off. That like, there's just so much. But you can, but you can master these characters in 20 minutes, right, John? <laughs> That's the. Uh, there was a pro player we like to quote here on the show who said he mastered the game in 20 minutes and uh, did not work out super well for him long term. Just like what you're saying. So yes, it's 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 quite the challenge. In, in from where I've seen it is is Tekken characters seem to have quite a bit of overlap. Um, there seems to be a good amount of universalism to make make up a word there uh, among the characters. Where Street Fighter seems to have a little bit more diversity in their their move set and like specials and other stuff. Uh, is that how you see it? I feel like there's a certain situations in games for like uh, Street Fighter. Like for example, yeah, it's 2D. So you're thinking, yeah, they've only got a few moves. It's 2D. That's it. Tekken, Tekken 7, you could do 3D stuff. and But it's like with Tekken, there's like a, like a handful of moves that you would use in in the match. Like, you know, you've got your jabs, you've got your downfall ones, which is like the mid pokes. And then you've got your lows. And then you got to figure out like what launches you're going to do. So the launches are the ones that pits them up in the air. Then you've got the combos that kind of carry them to the wall, do the wall combo. Then you're going to mix up. It's quite straightforward to me. Whereas Street Fighter, there's so much things. You're in the neutral. You're then fighting for space. You're doing the footsies. Then you got to try and, you know, if they throw out a move, and then you got to try and like punish them for throwing out a move and then try to push them into the corner. And then that's where the game starts. The mix-ups and, you know, shimmies, you knock them down. You go act like you're going to throw them and then you move back and then you hit them. And there's a lot going on for Street Fighter mm. and it's kind of like it, it I don't know man people will disagree with me it's an unpopular like like unpopular thing to say but me like growing up on both of the games yeah I, f I find Street Fighter harder mm-hmm when do people disagree with you in the FGC? I've never heard of that happening. So no, it's it, just, it just a, happens it's so sometimes yeah. in comment sections <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, it, it's so funny that you you get people that have a lot of experience and stuff in the FGC, and they're trying to help out people. They're trying to educate them, and you have a lot of people come out of the woodwork and say you don't know what you're talking about and you're an idiot because you've expressed any opinion at all you know kind of thing they're like what have you accomplished what have you done have you won five bucks at evo because if you if you haven't gotten first place you haven't won five bucks there so whatever <laughs> you jay you were talking a little bit about the um extreme battle mode and how that's sort of a it's a removal even though it looks like traditional street fighter to an extent there's obviously some big I, I guess like super smash bros aspects of it with items and whatnot um tekken ball popped up in tekken 3 and it was a big deal my question to you how big of a deal was tekken ball in tekken 3 and is any of that magic do you think is that going to get captured in what we're seeing in street fighter 6's extreme battle uh tekken 3 was a big deal because i feel like people even try to people do tournaments on it up until this day like bro they've even found a way how to play it online like they everyone has tried something with that mode because that mode was great excellence like that was just like wow like we could have fun we don't have to do like anything special hit the ball forward hit it with a powerful attack then you have to hit it back and it's just easy like it's so fun like it's up until this day people still play it I wish that they put it in Tekken 7 or Tekken 8. Like, I pray. <laughs> Please, just put it in. Like, I promise you, you'll get a great result out of it. People will be happy. Like, it's just such fun. Uh, will, we see in, will we see something similar in Street Fighter 6? I've really seen that they got like these beach balls where they were hitting yep. the balls back. Mm -hmm. yep. But it's weird because I'm thinking, look, Tekken, you're making Street Fighter 6 come in and they've got this now. Like, 
should should have been done ages ago. But yeah, I think I think a lot of people are gonna have fun with extreme mode, and I feel like they're un. I feel like Street Fighter Six is understanding about content creation and people capitalizing on making content that isn't you just going to ranked and being at the top rank. It's all about mm-hmm. now playing extreme match and you know maybe popping off at a certain extreme match or like it's just fun it's entertainment without having to be a pro player ah now tekken 7 did have bowling right did that have any any yeah see i could see it in your face right now so what was the difference (laughs) you know like because one one was this magical thing that's played up until today and one we forgot about ah did you did you also know that tekken 7 had vr mode or did you forget about that (laughs) <laughs> right yeah. mm-hmm. see what i'm saying so it's like tekken tekken ball was it, it was fun but it's like there was no online mode which was absolutely insane it's like why would you have a mode like that but not have it online where we was we're in the era of online once you hit ps4 that is online error you have an ethernet cable port in your console so you need to start catering for people online like, mm-hmm. why do we have only, oh, yeah, you can do ranked. Oh, we get to the highest rank. Oh, you've got Tekken God Prime or Tekken God Omega. Okay, so give another character. Gets boring after a while. If you had Tekken Bowl now and it's like, all right, yeah, you can play online. Even if they didn't have the ranks, it was just like, yeah, you can play your friend. That's different type of content. You could do even like a tournament, have eight guys around, you know, maybe some pro players, maybe even casuals that just play Tekken Bowl. Let's do bowling. Oh, you bowl it. That's content again. And it's for like, with fighting games, they don't really understand that. They don't understand the fighting game culture. They're making fighting games, but they don't understand the fighting game culture of what we want to see in terms of just having a 1v1 or whatever, tag, whatever. But then also having modes where we can create other types of content or have other types of fun. Hmm. Actually, that that does bring up um, uh, rollback code and other stuff. I know that's been a big point of contention with the, the Tekken community. I, I know that there is some rollback code in Tekken 7. I was actually curious how you think uh, Tekken 7 holds up compared to Street Fighter 5 when playing it online. Uh, Street Fighter 5 has a CFN network, which I think is really great, um, but I, yeah. it has its issues. Uh, yeah. Tekken 7 online is cool, but it sometimes has its issues too. So I feel like Tekken, Tekken, is better. Tekken 7 is better than Tekken Tag 2 and Tekken 6 online, that's for sure. Um, is it better than Street Fighter? I would say yeah, in some aspects. If you play the gameplay, yes, but I do feel like CFN and reporting and re- watching replays and all of these type of things, I think that makes it a lot more better. So, mm. yeah. I, I, yeah. That's, yeah, I just feel like in different aspects, it's better in it. Yeah, it's uh, we, we're uh, going to be playing the uh, Street, uh, Street Fighter Six closed beta here per- very soon, and they've uh, confirmed actually that CFN is coming back to Street Fighter Six. Uh, the guys heard me jumping for joy because uh, CFN is literally my favorite thing about Street Fighter Five, or m- one of my favorite things, I should say. So, yeah, it's a it's a very good thing for fighting games. You should just have your own network. Yeah. You shouldn't be that you know. Like I don't know why Tekken. That so basically Tekken. Second, I think it's Tekken Tag Two. You was able to they they had a lot of features and then they just got rid of it. And then, like, Tekken 7 Online was just like, oh, yeah, you got ranked, player, tournament mode, that's it. And it's like, you're, mm. not, you're not using your brains. You're just, yeah. it's just, you're just, just creating a fighting game and just creating these generic modes. Arcade versus practice. Online, that's it. Like, I remember back in the school, like, back in, like, the old school days, rival schools had one disc for loads of offline content. Then you had, oh, yeah, the, just the generic modes on the other disc. And it's like, 
Tekken, Tekken 3, for example, look how much moans they had. And then you look at all of these other games. And it's like, as soon as they got to like the PS4, Xbox, no, past the Xbox 360 era, so we'll say Xbox One X or whatever, like those eras, fighting games just became, they're just whatever. They would just try to mm-hmm. play an online mode, put an online mode, and it was just like, it dies after a while, it becomes a Discord game, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it sounds like the idea here is is that they're trying to them being the developers are trying to create this experience where it's like you're you're honed in on the thing that they know which is the fight you know and so that might be also another way of saying it might be like the competitive aspect where all our competitively minded players go straight to what's the what's the experience like when you're fighting and and i appreciate you know when frame data comes into the comes into the picture and and the analysis and such but for so many people that's way deeper than they want to go at least initially right so when i look at street fighter 6 and what they're setting this game up to be to me it looks like this this welcoming like everyone's welcome whatever your experience you want to have you can have it here and then if you happen to get siphoned over into the competitive realm because like you're you're having fun you're it's a good time you know you're just playing running of the bulls or whatever it is or you know or going through world tour mode but if you want like now that you've practiced enough there and you want to test online and realize how bad you are you can start down that that path too but the point is it's not starting people there necessarily and, and I think that that's going to be a huge game changer, potentially, if all of the single player content is done well. Um, that's what I see the potential for Street Fighter 6 to be when you compare it to like Street Fighter 5, especially on launch, where it, it just, it, I mean, it was like a 60% of a game and, and almost no single player modes. Um, but, but that's what I see it as is that it's, it might siphon people over to the competitive side. And I'm happy as a competitor to see that. I want to see that part of the game grow. And that is what fighting games have been built on for so long. But you look at all these other genres and it's just about bringing people in, letting them have immediate fun as like immediately. It's like, yes, this is fun. And then I will spend more time exploring the more difficult parts of it, the deeper parts of it after I've had some fun. But I think Street Fighter Six is going to do this, and I think that Street Fighter Six might or Street Fighter might retake the crown, which I think it's sort of lost as like the big main fighting game that everyone thinks of when they hear fighting game genre. I think that there's reason to say that eh, it's 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 up there, but it's not necessarily the king anymore. Um, do you feel like Street Fighter is the king right now? I don't feel like Street Fighter is the king, but I do yeah. feel like when you look at fighting games, Street Fighter is the name that you talk about. I feel like. People are forgetting or just they're, they're not really respecting Street Fighter, which I don't really understand why. Because I, I speak to I, I know a lot of pro players and I know a lot of people that are pros. But then I also know a lot of casual. I've got a very casual audience as well. And everyone knows they're at the top of the list. I know people might not agree again, but at the top of the list, it is Street Fighter and Tekken. It's not. I don't think it's Mortal Kombat as such anymore. I feel like Mortal Kombat's like a little bit lower. Maybe in the terms of the story mode aspect, it's, it's story mode aspect is at the top. But if we're talking about mm-hmm. a gameplay, it's always been Street Fighter and Tekken. Everyone knows to be like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like for me, if you ask me, oh, yeah, what's at the top? It'll be Street Fighter and Tekken. Street Fighter is the king of 2D. Uh, Tekken is the king of 3D. Like, that's how I've always looked at it. Street Fighter hasn't got good press and it hasn't got a good reception until, I would say... Um, probably like the last year or two the last year or two they've kind mm-hmm. of shapeshift the game quite a bit you know they they added gil and seth and you know they've added in some characters as well but then luke came along and 
Yeah, you just it, it, it was all going well, you know. You yeah, you, you have this date. You're with you're with a girl. Yeah, you, you had the honeymoon period, and then you really know what's about them. And that's what Luke was. Luke was like, "Hey, I'm here. I'm come to destroy everything that was going good." And yeah. you wake up the next morning and the beer goggles are gone, and it's Luke laying next to you, and you go, "What?" It was gone. That's what I'm saying. And I kind of sad because obviously Luke is now the main guy on Street Fighter Six, and it's like. This guy just ruined Street Fighter Five, though. Like, is with this intention? Like, ruined Street Fighter Five. Yeah, yo, forget about that game. Jump into Street Fighter Six. I, I don't know, man. Their, their, their marketing strategies are kind of crazy over there. I don't know. Crazy are potentially brilliant, depending on how Street Fighter Six goes. We'll see. So, the Luke Army is coming. We're just, uh, we're just witnessing it. So, uh, oh man, that character ruined Street Fighter Five, man. <laughs> Do you feel like that momentum is really going to do a number on Street Fighter 6 or do you think it just really comes down to how he'll play in Street Fighter 6 and people will wait to pass judgment until they experience Street Fighter 6 Luke? Uh to, to be perfectly honest with you, I feel like Street Fighter Street Fighter 6, not many people are playing Luke. So obviously we have had like loads of like hands-on with loads of different type of people. We've got uh, Maximilian that's done his type of stuff. We have um, a couple other people that have got their mm -hmm. YouTube channels and no one, no one's really picking Luke. Everyone's kind of gone over to like maybe Ryu, Ken, Jury, Kimberly, but Luke is that character that like, yeah, nah, no one really wants to mess with Luke. Like, they're like, yo, we already had enough of him in Street Fighter Five. <laughs> we don't want to touch him. And I'm like, bro. That's interesting, too, because I, I don't disagree with you. And a lot of the footage that you see, he's, he's not the most popular. And then if you think about it, the, the, well, the wisdom on the street would be that you would make this character especially good at the end of Street Fighter V so that everybody and their mother plays him. And then there's that momentum to flow over into Street Fighter VI. But if what you're saying is true, then maybe that's actually ironically backfired on them and, and them like you know surging luke with all of these abilities and these powers have made him just like as the potential main character of street fighter 6 not have that moment that much momentum which is uh which is interesting i'm kind of worried about luke though because like what looking at his alpha and everything because street fighter 5 he looked like he looked like a cool character i wasn't too sure about their face and hair design i was just like mm, and the tattoo and then they kind of like went back on themselves and said oh we're gonna print it on a t-shirt it was a bit like i didn't really understand it but then when i look at his outfit now i'm just like mm, is this our main character like i don't know what's going on like it looks like he's in gym gear but he's got his feet out and yeah it's just all over the place at a minute and then um there's other things as well that I was looking at, for example. Like, so he's kind of the guy that's trying to bring on the new guy. So like when you do well tour, he's the one that's kind of like saying, hey, like come hang out with us and train in the gym or whatever. And then like you, you got to fight. What's his name? Bosch? Is it like the drill thing? Yeah, Bosch? Yeah, I've been calling him like Gary. The... All right, cool, cool, oh. cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Because he looks like, you know, your, your rival from Pokemon. I'm dating myself a little bit there. but Yeah, no, no, no. I, I was thinking, yeah, kind of. I can see where you're going with it. But yeah, like obviously you have to fight him and it's kind of like, it looks cool for the aspect, but then I feel like he just looks better in Street Fighter Five, and I have an odd feeling because I want to talk about this in in a, in a separate thing. But like, I, I have an odd feeling that he's gonna turn out to be like Alex in Street Fighter First Strike. Because obviously, Ooh. they replaced Luke. Like they re they replaced Ryu with Alex in Street Fighter Three, mm -hmm. but no one really cares about Alex like that. 
Like, in, in being honest, I'm just being honest. I like Alex as a character and the way how he looks and the dungaree hanging off it. Looks cool and trendy. But he's just he just wasn't that guy in First Strike, you know? And then now we've got Luke. And I, that's why I'm thinking the, the whole kind of, you know, make him mad strong in Street Fighter Five, and then, you know, they will play him in Street Fighter Six. I don't know if that was the strategy. Do you know what I mean? They kind of, you've kind of got a head start to know who is that guy in Street Fighter Six, but... Yeah, and nah, I'm, I'm mm. not really feeling the design. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it's uh, Ryu and Chun-Li transcend Street Fighter in terms of their popularity. Like people who just know video games in general know Ryu and Chun-Li, but you start getting into characters like Alex and Luke and you go, um, maybe, you know, maybe you know them, but it's unlikely that you do. And it's an interesting choice for Capcom, and I hope they figure it out. Uh, what we've heard so far is that Luke and Ryu are going to be co-protagonist. Um, but, you know, we'll see, because, again, Luke is, is featured very prominently in this. Um, it's always an interesting choice to, to go in that direction and bring in a new IP, a new character, and see if you can build them up to, to where the community and people in general love them. Uh, it's a hard challenge, but uh, we'll see. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see if it pays off. So. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's another component of Street Fighter VI that we haven't really seen in Street Fighter before, and that's the level of customization that's available. Now, you've been playing a decent bit of Tekken 7 in your day. There's some customization there. Um, I want to ask, from your point of view, how big of an impact did the ability to create your own character have on Tekken 7? So you can create, like... So Tekken 7 never had, like, you know, create your own... Not create your own, uh, uh, make make a character with... Uh, visually, yeah. All right, cool. We're going to talk about this, because this is a fu another funny uh, situation. I know I'm, I'm making you laugh here, so I'm sorry, but, like... Oh, no, I... Akuma with the shotgun, man. Get into it. Let's do this. We I remember this Akuma stuff. with the shower. That, that's, but but that, that stuck in my mind. That was, like, six years ago. I remember who was playing him, but I remember he had a shower thing. Oh, it's probably Akuma when he done the raging the, uh, the raging demon and he had a shower cap over his head. I did a story on it like, in, a, in a Starbucks one day. I remember all of that, but I don't remember what the... Anyways, you were you were answering a question. Yeah, I don't know what was going on with all of that customization, but they, yeah, they felt tied it in. But yeah, no, so Tekken 7, we've always complained as a, I would say, as a collective, because Tekken 7 lacked a lot of customization. Uh, one thing that I feel like Tekken Tag 2 done best with a lot of these games is customization. Like we had people that dedicated YouTube channels for customizations for characters so like there would be stuff like naruto like costume for characters or dragon ball z and they would show you like the you know the, the numbers and stuff you need to add the colors and all of this stuff and everyone would just go on their channel and be like yo like this is sick like this looks good i want to use that and they'll put it out for the community now no one does that it's, it's not been around mm -hmm. for like seven seven years and it's like this is what i'm talking about when it talk when i talk about content like there's no content for tekken outside of tournaments and players being really good like for me for example when i put out like a ranked match or stuff i know i'm gonna get views that's 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 easy for me to do that because i know people will like to watch what i do and i have like personality as well but there's not much for me to do in terms of tekken content so that's why it kind of goes dry and it's like all right well we can watch a stream but then it's like the streamers and players are getting bored of it because it's just the same old you know once you hit that top ceiling with your character what else can you do you can't do anything so I feel like customization should be a lot better in Tekken 8. Um, so just so that those customization channels come back, I feel like Street Fighter are doing the right thing in terms of creating your own character. Like that's taking it a, a next level. Like you can create your own character, the way how he looks, skin color, eyes, nose, mouth, 
what they wear, go around, interacting with characters in the world tour mode, flawless. Next, like that's mm-hmm. next level. And what it reminds me of is I might be showing my age a tad bit here, but it sh- kind of shows. It kind of reminds me of a game called Tobal One and Tobal Two. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's one of my one of my favorite fighting games of all time. I think it's way ahead of oh, time. Oh wow! Now. One yeah. it, like it, the game, the grapple system, everything, and not only that, that that quest mode where you're going around fighting animals and all these type of things like it's, it's they're, they're doing it to, they're doing it now like world tour mode is basically that you're going around free roaming running around like i would love to document that game one day man because that game mm-hmm. is way ahead of its time and i don't think people see how much these single player modes make such a difference because if i'm talking about that game which was like in 99 whatever now in 2022 that shows how much of an impact it has on me up until this yeah. day whereas i can't talk about street fighter 5 in probably the next five years compared to street fighter 6 because street fighter 6 is probably gonna have great gameplay which i've i played and i love it but then on top of it you have all these other modes so then what's the point talking about street fighter 5 because you know there's not really much outside of the gameplay mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Tobal number one is actually made by Square, um, or at least the publisher on the game. And it's like, it was one of the more um, original um, uh, fighting games for the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. It's like way old school. I remember uh, seeing quite a bit about it. And it's it's amazing how if you create the right kind of gameplay and aspects, to, it's timeless. It can hold up throughout. Uh, and, and it's just like people need to, to kind of look back at the stuff that's been very successful in the fighting game community. Uh, not just, you know, online play and ranked, as you're saying, but really getting into those single player modes. Uh, something I've remarked about too, that, that Street Fighter 6 feels like a return to Street Fighter 4, where there was a lot of hype and momentum. And it wasn't just about going online and playing that way. It was all the different modes, all the characters coming back, how their moves translated, all that other kind of stuff. Such a, 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 a refresh and a reinvigoration of what fighting games games uh previously were you know and it, it, but it delivered top to bottom on the content and things which is really important on that note though I'm, I'm i'm really curious what are you hoping for for tekken 8 for bandai namco like what are your concerns that you want to see them kind of address going forward uh with this game that you think that they really dropped the ball on with tekken 7 um there's like a couple things so i feel like customization i want the channels to come back for customization i feel like there needs to be a lot more single player modes when tekken 3 came out it came out with tekken force tekken bowl survival survival uh time attack team battle just bring those modes back you don't need to strip those modes those modes are for the casuals and like i said my most of my most of my content is for the casuals i want more people to get involved i want more people to have like more confidence to play the game and at a competitive level and stuff like that and if you don't have any modes to kind of like you know kind of bring them along they're not gonna want to play i could like most of the time when we play like other games like you know the shooting games and stuff like that you need to pick up the right gun aim shoot that's it and then do your custom dance and show everybody how many V-Bucks you've spent. Yeah. Minus that. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, I don't know, man. That's the thing that I think makes all the money for games like, you know, Fortnite. So, but you were saying. But yeah, no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. But yeah, no. All of that stuff, like microtransactions is something that I think should be a fighting games in general anyways. Because I feel like people are like, oh, you know, we shouldn't have to pay for this. But hey, how, how do they you know make games and how do they stay alive and stay afloat like there's a lot of games bloody raw battle battle arena to shinden all these games uh, dead or alive all these games they're not really around right now do you know what i mean dead or alive they had their last one which was um six and there's no dlc there's no support soul caliber 
there's no support, no DLC. And you need you need money to be able to generate so you can put these DLCs in. It's not just the sales they need. They need microtransactions. It could even just be simple things like costumes. Like I would pay for costume if they done like an old classic costume for a character. It's not like it's compulsory. You don't have to pay for it. This is just, mm-hmm. you know, cosmetics. Um, so I think Tekken, Tekken A should definitely move into something like that as well because I've seen that Kazuya and Jin both have new pants on um so it's like all right what about their traditional ones if i pay i don't know whatever they want to charge all right i get the old stuff back if i don't i just get the new stuff they gave me i don't care um also as well i think make make the arenas like wherever they're fighting just make it feel like it's not no fantasy anime or something like that like tekken 7 they're fighting with bare feet with lava on the floor like i don't want to see that nonsense anymore i want to see real stuff let them fight in a gym let them fight on a street let them fight in a forest let them fight just somewhere where it feels a real do you know what i mean mm. um so and i think the last thing as well is don't make such a bloated roster like if there's characters that you don't want to have in this game just don't have them in this game because the thing with a bloated roster is you keep having to do patch notes we've got we've got another patch note for tekken like coming up soon like how I many saw that on eventhubs.com yeah yeah, eventhubs.com, go check them out. That's how I saw it too. But yeah, no, like, like, why is it that we don't, like, why is there so many patch notes? Like, it's just like, make the game, like, don't listen to everyone on Twitter because they're going to complain about everything. Make the game, have someone that actually understands the game so you don't have to be chopping and changing so much and just let us have fun because... Tekken 7, it, there's so I, I love the game to pieces. I've got so much content on it, but there's just like things like Akuma just running away from all these patch notes and he's still so good. Mm. Yeah, welcome. That's 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 straight over from he's ported over from Street Fighter. He does that a lot in Street Fighter too. <laughs> I mean I mean, yeah, he does, but like Tekken, bro, he's he's kind of busted. <laughs> I'll be honest, yeah. he's kind of busted. And he does things in the game where it's like it's unavoidable. It's like, well, you're going to get Sakuma. Good luck. Like, we all say that every time when you're in the tournament. It's like, all right, good luck. One of the things I wanted to ask you about, actually, is uh, uh, Fang is kind of notorious. Uh, one, he's too powerful for for what he is. Um, and then he's kind of easy to play is, is kind of one of the, the things that keeps being said about him. I was wondering if you could kind of contrast that against like a character like Geese, who's, who's known to be a little bit more technical. And like... How do you think the developers should approach that when they've got characters who are very strong but easy to play versus a character who's technical and maybe not as strong? Like, do you, and from a balanced perspective, how do you think they should approach that? So Feng is easy, but his combos his combos were a bit rubbish before, but then they changed him, and now his combos like he does he does the next move that all of his other combos now have better potential to carry them to the wall and more damage. His shoulder barge does a lot of damage now as well, so it's like. Everything they buffed about him changed a lot about the character, which is why he's so popular now. Um, Geese, I would say, Geese is technical in a sense of you have to wait until someone whiff, whiffs and then you can kind of do that, the whole two forward, one combo and do m- loads of damage. Um, I would say it's kind of a difficult one because most of the 2D characters do a lot of damage because of their bar and mm-hmm. they kind of make them weak without bar. But as soon as they got bar, they're just way stronger than Tekken characters and it's it, it's kind of difficult to balance that but then i feel like certain things like maybe damage like look at the damage they're doing in and kind of like match it with does that make sense you know does is that mm. is that 
is that logical to do that? Like, Geese still does a lot of damage, even though, like, a lot of his stuff got nerfed and everyone was crying about the nerfs. But it's like, all, he need, all they need to do is be like, all right, cool, Raging Storm, maybe do less damage in combo, maybe scale it a lot more when he does, like, combos. But if he does it raw, he gets he does a lot of damage. Like, stuff like that makes sense. But then, like, Akuma doing, like, a crouching kick and then carry you to the wall and just certain other things, like his jab, DP and cancelling and stuff like that, like... It's just, it's it's too much for the game. And his EX Tatsu, that jab EX Tatsu does way too much damage. He There's just a lot of things there where I don't really understand how he survived so long and no one has really said, all right, cool, he, this character needs to get nerfed. It's, it's beyond me. Like, I'm actually, like, thinking that Capcom must have said, hey, look, let's just get some, get some, you know what I'm saying? They just, they just gave him some money. Because right now, it's not making no sense to me. Someone said to me, like, bro, why is Akuma so good? couldn't tell you just you wait until yeah. until tekken 8 dlc cami shows up oh uh, just wait yeah. <laughs> oh no jay i love how you said that stuff about akuma because literally we could take out tekken 7 out of that and put that into every game akuma's been in and it would fit perfectly <laughs> all those statements about him like being just like a crazy character and just it's like yeah that's that's his history and it's like uh yeah i it, it, it's weird that 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 the fighting game developers kind of have it in your heads that that certain characters have to be like ridiculously powerful shout outs to luke um but i mean it's it's such an interesting thing that that some characters are always going to be pretty much like top tier and, and like one of the times they're not is very noteworthy but uh yeah I, but just 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 to roll off for that i don't think so akuma is very strong in street fighter 5 but he's not like luke like luke he's mm -hmm. dropped off too in recent yeah, times they, off they did yeah. finally nerf him so yeah yeah like i just i just don't feel like akuma is top one in tekken like he's, he's been top one for a very long time like we're talking about doesn't matter what you use if you use a mix box hit box whatever it doesn't matter like the character's potential like it's hard to get to that potential but the fact that it's possible makes him busted like that's just it you know uh same mm -hmm. thing could be said about machimas machimas they're very strong but to get to that level, you have to be good at Tekken. Do you know what I mean? And then if you yeah. get to that potential, you can do the Electric Wing God Fist, the combos, and that require execution. But the fact that it's possible means that they're, it's, they're good characters. So that's just it. It just means it's not easily accessible to anyone to pick up and play. Yeah. Um, so well, now, we now are... people can be uh, salty about you in the comments about complaining about Akuma because they're always salty about us complaining about Cami. We've got a handful <laughs> of people who just love Cami, and we just rip on her all the time. And now, now you can feel the Akuma heat, you know. So <laughs> I'm sure you do plenty on your own channel there, but yeah. <laughs> I hate Cami. Cami um, is so cheap. <laughs> Hell yeah, we're definitely having you back after that comment. So you're, you're coming back every time. So. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we do need to wrap up pretty soon here but did you guys have anything else that you wanted to throw in and, and, and add or uh are you good? good on my end i'm i'm good man i just want to say thank you for having me because like i said um like i feel like event hubs is like the backbone when it comes to like fighting game news and stuff like that like me personally myself if i've like you know being a dad is so hard to kind of like do content i've got a team where i talk to and stuff like that as well so it's hard sometimes to find out all the information so when i look at like event hubs it's like all right cool this is what's going on for that tournament that also they that's the people that won all right cool this has been announced all right cool i need to do a reaction all right this and 
this is what we've needed for some time and i feel like what fighting game communities sometimes do is they kind of see something there but they don't kind of like give their flowers to the people and say all right you know what they've done what they've done and they've done it for a long time and been consistent you lot have been consistent for a very 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 long time and i just wanted to say thank you lot for being the backbone for fighting game community i'm not saying this on the behalf of everyone mm. else i'm saying this on the behalf mm. of me like i think that you know it just doesn't get shared a lot that you know people are doing good things and you lot are doing like amazing things and you lot have been consistent and you know we've seen esports teams fall off we've seen them come and go we've seen players come and go but you lot have stayed there at the top at what you lot do so yeah i appreciate it and thank you a lot for having me man i really appreciate it and posting my content as well can you not pay can you not post like 100 more because i just said all of that you know? <laughs> yeah your, your we know how it's on works. the way man don't worry so we appreciate that a lot so. <laughs> no no but genuinely generally mm -hmm. though i appreciate a lot for being the backbone of fgc so thank you a lot man thank you thank you we appreciate that very nice to hear man um all right well and thank you so much for coming on doing this with us uh, we hope that you guys in the in the uh in the comments section you're not there yet in the audience have appreciated this if you guys want to see it again let us know um jay you're awesome much appreciated uh john did you have anything else you wanted to say no, before we sign no, off good. here we can all right guys thank you so much um I'm Velociraptor, this is Catalyst, this is King J. We're going to be playing some Tekken 8, some Street Fighter 6 when those come out. So uh, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff so you can find out when the next video is going up and all that. And uh, we will see you in the next one.